Welcome back to Barely Serious. You're about to listen to episode 163. But before I get into the podcast, you know I got to plug a couple dates. On August 18th, 19th, and 20th, I'm headlining in Lompoc, Atascadero, and Fresno, California. Those shows should be fucking fun. I know that there's people that listen to the podcast in those cities because I've been to your shithole city way too many damn times. So come on out to Lompoc, Atascadero, or Fresno on the 18th, 19th, and 20th of August. The weekend after that, I'm in Bend, Oregon. This is the fourth time I'll be headlining in Bend, and every show prior was sold out. So... Get your tickets early, and let's have a hell of a time. And the last show that I want to plug is September 9th and September 10th. I'm headlining the Harrisburg Comedy Zone during the weekend in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I think it's the capital. I could be totally wrong. But coming out, it's going to be a hell of a time. I'm bringing Mike Eaton to feature for me, and we cannot wait. With that out of the way, enjoy this week's episode. Welcome back to Barely Serious. I almost just did the fucking pre-show read again. Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 163. Welcome back to the show, Jimmy Clifford, the host of the Jimmy Clifford Show with Jimmy Clifford. It's welcome back, Jimmy Clifford. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How you What's doing? What's up, dude? Dude, the whole conversation before we started this is like, I wish we were talking about it on the fucking things. You were talking about some like murderers and shit. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Do you get into like murder documentaries? Not really. I didn't even watch Making a Murderer. I didn't watch that one either. That one seemed boring because it's like, he didn't actually do it. No, I want to learn about psychopaths that for sure yeah. did it. Like, like Ted Bundy. I watched, I watched the, uh, what is it, the Extremely Evil, Wickedly Vile. And yeah, the Zac Efron one. Yes, that, which was actually pretty dope. It was. I mean, it kind of made sense putting Ted Bundy into perspective. But here's the thing about Ted Bundy, dude. Do you think he's actually attractive? No. I don't, I don't see it. he was a six. They're bro. saying, oh, he was so hot. Women were just charmed by him. It's like... He wasn't even that good looking. If, if there was a serial killer like Ryan Reynolds, I'm like, okay, I get it. But this dude looks like a shop teacher. You know what I mean? Like an English substitute from high school. I totally agree. That's the dude. The, but the, the, my favorite thing, like I actually respect Ted Bundy because I think he's hilarious. Is that the one? The one where he like <laughs> he killed that chick because he like put his arm in a cast and like pretended to be handicapped. And like it was like, can you, can you help me put my groceries in the trunk? Yeah. And like when she leaned into his trunk, he just bashed her head <laughs> with a hammer, bro. Dude, it's wild because it's like <laughs> he is doing like the typical pervert shit. Like you tell your kids to look out for. He's like, hey, can you help me find my dog? It's like yeah. it's midnight. You're looking for your puppy by yourself. No, thank you. Why do you need the help of a six-year-old, bro? Yeah. Your eyes are better than your eyes are more developed. Dude, there's a great. Have you ever seen Schultz's new special? I have not yet. Oh my god, he has such a funny bit where he's talking exactly about that about uh, Ted Bundy and how he talked these girls into getting into his like fucking Volkswagen Beetle. He's like this guy <laughs> talked bitches into the Volkswagen Beetle. You deserve it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh. He's like, what he would say is his car will be broken down, broken down. He's like, hey, yeah. can you help me fix it? If any woman thought, oh, yeah, I can fix this car and got out, you deserve to get kidnapped. <laughs> Dude, was there was there anybody that he like kidnapped, but he didn't kill? Because I remember there was like Dahmer had it. That's like that was ended up being like his downfall or something. And he like let a kid go or something. No, never mind. It was he had the, the girlfriend. One, it was the one where like a he was like beating up and like raping like this like 13 year old boy. He, like, escaped somehow, ran to the cops, and Jeffrey, like, convinced them that he was, like, his son, and they just, like, forced the kid to go back with him, even though he was, like, a kidnapped kid. Wild. Hilarious. 
Like, can you imagine being that kid like you finally make it out and like the cops are like yeah right kid yeah uh, okay sure why don't you go with the nice man and maybe he'll get <laughs> yeah. you some ice cream this dude's raping and beating you up yeah right son <laughs> do you, i feel like now in like this post social media world everyone's looked at as a murderer you know what i mean i, I meet mean, someone with an android and i'm like Ugh. <laughs> you know like what there's nothing it's it's like there's nothing that you can convince me that someone can't do that's fair i think tosh has a bit about that he says that he says that the people that uh he's like i hate when i see like some wild crime and then you watch the tv and they put on like the neighbor or some shit and they're like i could have never seen it coming <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he's like there's nothing in the world that i couldn't see anybody doing he's yeah like, literally my own mom could blow up a nursery <laughs> <laughs> uh she did hate kids yes yes but um <laughs> Dude, there's a fucking great... The, the documentary that we started talking about was called Don't Fuck With Cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's basically about this guy named Luca Magnotti who was making... He lived in Canada. He was making videos of himself like putting cats in Ziploc bags and then like <laughs> taking all of the air out of the bag like with a vacuum. You know what I'm talking about? While they were alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know, well, you know, because I've seen it done with like zucchini. Yeah, he does that with cats and he just posted the video and YouTube was like, yeah, that seems fine. And (laughs) um, these like internet sleuths saw these videos and started like looking like, if you look and he, you know, he has a certain type of deodorant on the desk and you can only buy that deodorant in this area. And they're like tracking him down and they're just sending it to the cops. And the cops are like basically not giving a fuck. Right. And then he kills a person. Drops that video the same way. Uh, no, he beat the guy to death and then started chopping him up into pieces. <laughs> I don't know if he put the whole video up, but he, he, I remember definitely you could see video of this guy going into the apartment and then him coming out with like three separate bags. And he just threw it in his apartment trash can. Like he didn't even <laughs> walk down the block. Um, but then, so all these fucking internet nerds are like, we have to save the cats. It's like, what about the person? It's like, yeah, them too. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, he gets all the way to fucking France, I think, or Germany or something. And How is he they, crossing they, international borders? Dude, that's the whole point. The documentary is crazy. You got to check it out. It's on Netflix. Oh, I will check it out. It's on Netflix? Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that today, actually. Yeah. That sounds fucking badass. But fucking wild. Also, like... Dude, you're, you're selling it so hard. If I click that documentary and it says, like, produced by Jimmy Clifford, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. You're yeah. just plugging your own shit. Like, Plug, dude, just, always. Always st- slugging the own shit. I like, stumbled uh, upon this fucking... <laughs> Speaking of going overseas, though, dude, what's going on with you and the French? Plug that shit up to Dude, I go to the French tomorrow... No, Monday. And uh, I leave on... that the, up? Tomorrow's like Friday. I know, just dude, missed it's it so by like close. five days. It's so close. But I, in my head, I'm like, oh, I leave tomorrow, I leave tomorrow, I leave tomorrow. But I leave on Monday. I fly out at like four in the afternoon from Austin to Frankfurt, Germany, and then I hop on a one flight. One way. One way. And or then I, I mean, nonstop. To Frankfurt, and then I go from Frankfurt to Edinburgh. So it's gonna be like ten hours on the Frankfurt fr- on the Frankfurt flight, and then another probably two hours from Frankfurt. That's to not Edinburgh. even that bad. No. That's not even that bad. And I'm just gonna get fucking hammered on the plane beforehand, so I fall asleep for the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fair. See, my thing is, if I were to like drink, like I can't get hammered and then fall asleep. Oh, I can. Red wine, dude. You ever <sighs> tried red wine? No. That's you just get disgusting. Oh, I love it because it's a different drunk. Here's the thing: all alcohols give you a different drunk. Uh huh. For example, you know, beer 
you, you have a big belly, you feel happy, feel silly, you're hanging with the boys, you go to a sports game, you're loud, you're obnoxious, whatever. Red wine, that's like a, you know, you and your girl go out on a Friday night, go to a little Italian spot, take down a bottle or two of red wine, maybe a Cabernet or something. <laughs> and it's just like, it feels like your body feels drunk. It's not like your mind or like, oh, I'm moving around. It's like my, my, my arms are tingling. I can feel my toes wiggling. <laughs> it's just, it's different and it's nice. And it, and it makes you fall asleep easier. Whereas like, bro, you give me tequila, my clothes are coming off. You know what <laughs> I mean? I become a slut. Dude, if I have like two drinks, it's like nap city. What kind of drinks? Anything. Like really? I'll, just, I'll have like two Trulies and yeah. it'll just be like nap city. And I love it. And I can sleep for like forever. But yeah. if I have that third drink, now I've like crossed the threshold where I just have to keep drinking. Otherwise, I can't sleep. That's what I'm saying. Like I can't just get trashed. Do you feel it after two? No, I feel good. Life, like I want to sleep. But when do you feel like, ooh, I'm feeling the buzz? Like three. Three. Which is why it's too late. Yeah. I don't know. I, my problem is recently I haven't been just like going out and having a drink. It's like a fucking marathon. You know, I'll start at like... If we're doing a podcast or something, I'll start at four and I'll go until four. Fuck. Yeah. But that's the good thing not having a real job, you know? Oh, yeah. Just doing Uber. You ever you ever pick up people drunk doing Uber? All the time. I typically only pick up the drunks. I don't like driving during the day. They don't tip as well and yeah. they're going further places. So I'd rather just ride after ride after ride of like two, three miles coming home from the bars. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, because I can talk them into you know. I once had this frat boy tip me fifty dollars because I played Jay Z. <laughs> it was a six dollar Uber. Like they're like, we can't. Uber didn't even allow him to give the full fifty. He had to go forty seven dollars because they thought otherwise I was a drug dealer. They're That's like, surely funny. no one is tipping an Uber driver fifty dollars for a two dollar ride. That's funny. Yeah, dude. Uh, did I ever tell you about the time that I like uh, drunk drove? No. For Uber? Or did I tell you about the one that I, when I high drove and I had to like kick the lady out of my car? No. Dude, I was fucking, I used to, like I used to smoke all the time. I don't smoke that much anymore. But this one time I got fucking ripped, bro. Smoked this huge bowl. And I was like, it's time to do some Uber, which is my favorite thing is just like have these people be like, I'm going to be responsible. And then like I show up just drunk and just drive them to wherever they're going to go. But what I used to do is like, I'd be like downtown partying and be like, you know how you could, you could set the rides to only accept rides going to where you're trying to go. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I would just set up like my house and, and I would just drive and anything that I would just pick up anybody that just took me to my house and I would just keep going until I got to my house with no rides, just accepting everything yeah. until I got to my house. And so yeah, I just loved like just pic- picturing, just picking someone up in the bar. that just saw me drinking at the bar and yeah. I just pull up like, what's up, man? Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Get in the black play, playboy. Yeah. Like, didn't we just do shots together? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it was like, yep. Yeah. Uh, but this one time I ripped this fat ass bowl and then I fucking boom, turn it on, pick up this lady. And this was like, this was like 7 PM. So it was like the sun setting. It was whatever. It was like, I don't know. It was that dusk. It was like dusk. And when I was driving on the freeway, I picked her up from the airport and we were driving somewhere and, all of a sudden, I just started having this panic attack, like on the freeway, like a gnarly panic attack, bro. And I was like, like I couldn't breathe. And I was like, just like freaking out about my own existence and shit. And then I, I told her, I was like, look, lady, I'm having a fucking panic attack right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need you to get the fuck out of my car. And she was like, 
What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we were, there was no words being spoken, so this is the first thing. <laughs> the first thing I say to this chick the whole ride is, yeah. I'm having a fucking panic attack. Get the fuck out of my car. And then she's like, okay, like that's fine, but like, uh, like, can you like drop me off somewhere safe? And we're in like, <laughs> we're in like Santa Ana, bro. There's nowhere safe. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, no, you got to get the fuck out of my car right now. <laughs> and so I go, I cancel, like I, I turn off the ride, and she's like, okay, well, while while I wait for the next Uber to come pick me up, I pulled off in this like industrial parking lot. Like, <laughs> oh fuck, dude. It's like an empty parking lot, bro. Yeah. And she was like, well, I wait for my next ride. Can I just like wait in your car? And I was like, that's fine. And I like I left the car running, hopped out of my car, and like just started running. Like around the parking lot just to try and like get my mind off of like whatever was going on because I like I smoked too much I was like greening out and I was like fucking I started running around the parking lot and then it like the panic attack like went away uh, and I came back to the car uh, and I was like well that was weird huh and she, was, <laughs> she was like she was like 30 you know so she she was she probably knew I was high or something and then uh, she was like it's totally fine and then the next driver like came and picked her up, uh, and I was like, "Yeah, car broke down, bud." It's <laughs> <laughs> that so he didn't like report me or something, and then I fucking just hopped in and just drove home. And I was just like, "I need to go to bed." It was crazy. Bro. Damn, dude. Yeah, but I'll never forget her face, bro. Just like the because it was one of those where like I thought I could fight it off. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like sweating. I'm like, I kept looking at the rearview mirror at her, and <laughs> she's like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this guy doing, man? <laughs> is he gonna kill me?" <laughs> Yeah, I am, um, dude. So the last week, actually, I just started driving for Lyft, also. So I just have both apps running at the same time. Oh, that's so funny. And this one dude got in, and he was high as fuck. Like he reeked, just reeked, bro. And uh, you know, aren't those people hilarious? He's just like, dude, do you blow it into your shirt? Oh, like, how do you smell like crazy, that? Crazy, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Whatever. You know, he's gonna be quiet, sit in the back, not talk. Great right. for me. So. Uh, he gets out and then the next ride I pick up immediately is like these, you can tell it's like two 50 year old couples that are doing like date night Yeah. and they went to some restaurant and they're coming home by nine o'clock and, uh, I didn't say a word to them. I just dropped them off. There's no issues. I didn't speed. I didn't do shit. And then immediately I get kicked off lift. I'm like, what the fuck? And I looked for the reason and they're like, uh, your passengers thought that you were under the influence. And I'm like, that dude oh, stunk guy... up my car, bro. Fuck, dude. And I'm uh, fucking calling Uber. I'm like, dude, I'm not under the influence. Like, I don't know how to prove it to you other right. than like talking to these people on the phone. And they're like, no, no, we're sure you're a great driver, but we're going to have to wait 48 to 72 hours. I'm like, suck my dick. Oh, my that's God. I was foul, so pissed. bro. That wasn't even the wildest thing that's happened in the past two weeks with Uber. So two weeks ago, it's like a Tuesday. Midnight, I'm driving down Riverside, and I'm doing, like, let's say 45 miles an hour. Sure. It's two lanes. There's cars coming up on my right-hand side, and all of a sudden, I look ahead of me. There's this woman in, like, a bikini running down the middle of the street, right in my lane. Like, I'm going to fucking take her down. So I slam on the brakes. She runs up to my driver's side window. It's not like I could turn because there's all these cars on my right-hand side. She runs up to my driver's side window. She's like, please, you need to help me. That man is chasing me. And then she points, and there's this dude maybe 100 yards back on the sidewalk just staring at us. And I'm like, why is he chasing you? And she goes, I don't know. I don't know. Please just help me. You need to help me. And, I, you know, she's wearing a bikini, so I can was tell she, she doesn't. 
She was like 18. She had braces. It just oh, wasn't ew. my thing. Yeah. But I'm like, I could tell that you like don't have any weapons. So I was like, yeah, get in the, get in the back. And so we start driving away and I could see this dude is like pissed. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Why is he chasing you? And she's like, I don't know. I was at the pool with my boyfriend and my friend and they got angry at me and they stole my car and left. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, so, <laughs> so what are you doing? She goes, I'm walking home. And I was like, where do you live? And I type it into my phone. Eight miles away. Midnight. She has no phone. She has no wallet. She just has a vape. She goes, if you drive me home, I'll let you hit my vape. I was like, bitch, I don't want to hit your vape. Oh, she should have offered up some head or something. What Dude, the fuck? it was fucking wild. And here's the thing. I drove her home half expecting I'm going to get there and someone's going to jump me. I'm going to get robbed. Yeah, of course. So I'm like, whatever. I know yeah, I, I would have dropped her off like around the corner and said you could walk the block. Yeah. Well, I was like, I know I can rock this bitch if needed be. And I, if I, I'll, I'll just watch and, you know, I'll open the, just her car door and then fucking boogie. So I pull up and it's a house. She seems to know where she's going. I stop the car. She gets out. She's like, thank you so much. She runs out of the car. I shut the door, drive away. Nothing happened. So weird. That's fucking In my crazy. head, I'm like, kind of wish that bitch was in danger. Like, it, it, <laughs> I don't want my, my thing to be for naught. You know, like, I hope that you were in a ton of danger and I fucking saved you. Otherwise, what, I felt weird for about an 18-year-old for like 10 minutes. Yeah, that's fucking whack. The reason... The reason I stopped driving Uber, or I drove, I drove for Lyft. The reason I stopped driving Lyft, I used to do it all the time. And then that story I told on the Jimmy Clifford Show podcast, I was a guest on. It was one of the most fun times I've had on a podcast. But I told the story of the time uh, with the, the drunk dude who pissed all over himself in my car. Yeah. Um, that happened. And then this happened the next weekend, and I quit yeah. driving Lyft. You're like, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah, dude. So it's like, yeah, it was like one in the morning, two in the morning. I go to pick up some like black dude at a club in Costa Mesa. And this dude walks up to my window who, who ordered the ride. And he goes, hey, man, um, I know it says we're supposed to go here, but I'm bringing these bitches back. My car is like two miles away. Any chance like me, my homie and these bitches can get in your car. You drive us to my car. And then you drive the chicks to the address that's in the thing. And I was like, you know, sure, I guess. And then he like points over and there's like five, there's like five chicks and like this fat fuck like homie. Yeah. And I was like, I have a Corolla, dude. You're not getting, <laughs> yeah. you're not fitting like seven people in my fucking car. Like five people barely fit. And so like, he's like, I'll fucking, I'll tip you heavy. And anytime anybody says they'll tip you heavy, it never happens. It never right. happens. It never happens. Bro. I don't know what it means. Like, go fuck yourself. Uh, but this dude's like, I'll tip you heavy. And so I looked at what he was wearing and I was like, all right, this dude has money. So I was like, you know what? If there was anybody that said that, and I'm like severely helping this dude out. Cause I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Like at this place. And, uh, so I was like, fine, if you could fit him in, I'll do it. And so like they have three of them in the back seat, the fat ass homie in the passenger seat. And then like two chicks just laying on top of the people in the back seat. Yeah. And so we were driving over to his car and then he's like, all right, cool. So my homie's going to ride with you, and you're also going to take these two chicks. And so he goes with these two chicks and leaves, and he goes, just follow me. And so he goes, gets in his car. I'm ready to, like, you know, just follow the guy. And then all of a sudden, bro, his, his car turns on. He starts driving away, and his homie, his fat-ass homie, is, like, passed the fuck out, like, like, like dead, dead, yeah. like in the passenger seat. And the two girls start screaming at me. Like, they're like, are you really going to fucking drive us? Like, we're going to get raped. Like all this crazy shit. And they're like screaming at me. And I was like, 
freaking the fuck out because I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, there's no way. And so I'm Why like, did you get in the car? It, it was very weird. It was, bam, like, snap, out of nowhere. Just started screaming at me like I was, like, the rapist. And I was like, what the fuck? And I'm just the, the Lyft driver. I don't know. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Like, I don't, I don't know what they were on. They're, they're screaming at me, bro. They started swinging on me. It was fucking crazy, bro. And so... I fucking turn around and I fucking just like scream in these bitches' face. I don't even remember what I said anymore. It was so long ago. And I've kind of blocked it out of my memory. Uh, I talked about it on another podcast like right after it happened. So like the, 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 I don't even remember when it was. But like, but yeah, it's like I screamed at these bitches, bro. They get scared as fuck. And this, his homie is still passed the fuck out, misses all of this. And so I'm like, get the fuck out of my car. Get the fuck out of my car right now. I'm going to fucking beat the fuck out of you. Get the fuck out of my car. And these, so these chicks, they like peel out of the car and they start just like running down the street. It was just, I was like, this is fucking crazy. And just homie, dude, he looked like Big Lembo, like from uh, Logic's buddy. He's just yeah. this fat fucking dude just snoring. And I'm, I'm fucking, I straight up, I start shaking this dude and I start punching this dude in the face. Oh my God. And he's stupid. Cause I, now I'm like in like fight mode. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I think I'm about to get kidnapped or something. Cause I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. And the other dude's already, he's already driven away. Yeah. He's gone. And, uh, so obviously as he knows, I'm not following. He might come back. I don't know if he's got a gun or like whatnot. And like, he's clearly doesn't give a shit about just like raping people. Yeah. Uh, and so like, dude, I'm like punching this dude in the face. Nothing, bro. I literally un I unbuckle his seatbelt, open the door from across from him, and I like have to like use my like like lean up against my door, and I'm using both my feet to kick this dude into the gutter, like out of my car. I kick this dude into the gutter, and he like wakes up, and I just close the door and just fucking drove off. And I was like, email so like Lyft reaches out to me because they're like, the fucking like like all this stuff like the why did you cancel this ride like all this stuff and then i told them what happened and i was like i quit i'm out of here bro damn so I, can, I can't deal with these people in my car anymore yeah it's like i couldn't there were so many there were so many like weirdo shit that would happen and i was like i can't fucking i don't yeah. want to not feel safe in my own car now yeah you've seen those videos where like they just fucking like assault the guy for no reason and like, literally just had a camera you're like why are you hitting this guy he's driving you home it's like what the fuck it's ridiculous. But I mean, hundred percent. There's ridiculous things. Ninety five percent of the people are cool, though. But I also there's a lot of times I have problems with Uber drivers. Like what the other mean? day, I, I um, I got drunk at the creek, and uh, I had driven to the creek, so I parked my car in the lot and I just left it there. And then I had uh, Nick Cox and Casey Shornima drive me home, mm -hmm. and I got home and I realized I forgot my keys in my car, the keys to my apartment. Right. Like, fuck. So I have to take an Uber all the way back to the creek to pick up my keys and then another one back to get home. You were that drunk? Yeah, I was hammered. Oh, I was okay. shithoused. And so uh, I'm talking to the Uber driver bringing me back to the creek. And I'm like, hey, man, listen, I don't want to have to fucking wait and call another Uber. I had to pay $12 for this ride. How about I just tip you $12 and then you drive me home again? You know, fucking, you're yeah. making more of the fare than you would have typically. And I still know that I can just go in and update the ride and make you bring me home anyway. Right. But I'm giving you the option to give you some more money. Right. The guy's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I don't understand the fucking problem. Are you going home? And he goes, no. And I was like, well, then what's the issue? And he goes, no, we, we can't do And he's just being so weird about it. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. Fuck it, dude. And, um... I just fucking had to call. Literally, I'm sitting out there like a schmuck now with my keys in my hand having to call another Uber uh, because this dumb fuck wouldn't just drive me home. And it's not like I live far. I live three miles from the creek. Right. 
what the f- like what, what kind of dummy are you? Or like <laughs> sometimes I'll get drunk and I'll walk outside and I don't want to have to call an Uber because I'll carry cash. Sure. So I'll just walk up to an Uber driver. I'm like, hey, man, how much are you making for this ride that you're waiting on? And he goes, you know, $15. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll give you 25 right now to cancel that ride and drive me home. And yeah. they're like, uh, uh, no, no. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you doing this <laughs> for the good Uber rating? Is that why you're in the game? <laughs> yeah, no, you're dude. doing this to make money. I'm giving you cash money that's undeclared, dude. Bro, you should see my... Uh, I'm going to show you something fucking hilarious. So I do Uber Eats sometimes. Okay. And my account, my Uber account, is fucking hilarious. As you click on it. And also, I don't know how to like update my picture. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, dude, I have a... 1,100 deliveries since June 21, uh, 98% satisfaction rate, right? My acceptance rate is 39%. <laughs> I'd just be hunting for the good ones, bro. And then my cancellation rate is 15%. So like of the rides I, of the, so of the rides I'm offered, I only accept less than 40% of them. And of those 40% that I accept, I end up canceling 15% of them. Cause I'm like, yeah, this isn't worth Not it. Not worth it. Yeah, dude. I don't give a fuck about that. But the only thing that Uber cares about is the 98% satisfaction, satisfaction rate. Like if that was any lower, they'd be like, "All right, now you're just a fucking prick hole." <laughs> he's eating the food before he's dropping yeah. it off, which we've all done. Yeah, but yeah, dude, that's fucking, dude. It was so funny because there were so many like nightmare stories, and I can't remember, like, really any of the good ones. Yeah, well, I mean, that I love that panic attack one. I think that's hilarious. We should definitely. Have you ever seen those little videos I do, the Uber stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We should definitely do one about that. Like, yeah, okay, it's really I'm down. funny. Yeah. Um, true story too, bro. And it's funny cause like I would drive cause it was like right off the freeway, like right off the four Oh five, bro. So like I would like drive past it like once or twice a week and just laugh, and just laugh, and just yeah, laugh yeah. bro. Just like, dude, you know, this lady who, who lives in Orange County probably drives by that on the freeway sometimes and just never forgets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest Uber ride I've ever had in my life. I'm a fucking panic. Like, get the fuck out of my car. Yeah, he jumped. He pulled me into this weird parking lot and then he started doing sprints. Just the 40 yard yeah. dash to the right of the car. Dude, it was funny because she probably at first thought that uh, she was going to get kidnapped or raped or something. And then yeah. she's like relieved. It turns out that I was just retarded. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm sure she thought you were on different drugs than you were even on, too. Yeah, she was like, oh, you were just on weed, you lightweight. You what yeah. the fuck, dude? <laughs> just having a straight shroom attack on fucking weed, bro. Yeah. Well, do so I'm telling... One of the things that I'm a little nervous about when I go to Scotland is, like, I don't know anything how it works over there in terms of Uber, in terms of, like, taxis. They drive on the fucking other side of the road, which I don't like. Yeah. Well, they're, the steering wheels are, like, on the other side of the Yeah, all of that. I mean, thankfully, uh, my venue is only a mile from my apartment, so I can just walk home if I need to. You renting an apartment for the month? Or mm-hmm. yeah. That's sick, though. Me, Morgan Linewall, JT Stockman, we all have an apartment for the month. That's sick. Are they already over there? No, they all leave on the first. Morgan is in, uh, I think, California right now. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, dude, that's going to be fucking bitching. So how do you, like, promote that shit? Well... You just get a go I don't like, really know. This is the first time I've ever done it. So I'm kind of going in just expecting like low expectations. This is the first time. I don't really know how anything works. And then right. if, when I go back again next year, I'll have a little bit more information under my belt. So right now what I imagine is going to happen is I'm just going to have to um, hand out flyers all day long, every day. 
You're not going to check out the town? Well, yeah, I'm going to be able to check out the town because the whole city shuts down for this festival. Yeah. It's like the city has typically 500,000 people, and during the festival, it's 1.5 million. What? Yeah, so it triples in the, si- in the span of a month. And so there's going to be people walking the streets all day, and there's thousands of performers handing out flyers. And so I, I think what I'm probably going to do is like, you know, go to coffee shops, go to bars, try to talk to people on like an actual level, and then yeah. get them to go to the show. Yeah. When we were at, a, when me and Brandon, we were doing the Comedy Zone in Columbus. Is that a mosquito? Motherfucker. Um, we were doing the Comedy Zone in Columbus. I went to go get a drink at the bar that was like connected to the venue. Uh, and I was sitting there and I was like, hey. And so like I get free drinks at this bar or whatever. And so I was sitting there and I was, there was this guy drinking. There. I was like, so are you here for the show? Uh, and the guy was like, no, like I just heard about it. Like I'm from like out of town, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know what that lady was telling me. She's saying that the the dudes that are here they're fucking hilarious. And he goes, "Yeah, really." He was like, "Man, yeah, that's what she was telling me. I, I think I'm gonna go check it out." I was like, "You should, bro. Like, like, we should check it out." And he goes, "Yeah, I will." And then he bought a ticket, and uh, I'm sitting there, and the bartender comes over, and I was like, "Yeah, can I get a, a Bud Light?" And she was like, "Yeah, do you want to start a tab?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I am the show." <laughs> and the guy like slowly looked at me, and he goes. You're a motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. And we That's were just funny. laughing, dude. It was pretty fucking funny. I was Good like, room? Fire. Yeah. Fire. I think there was like 80, 85 people. How do you promote your shows when you're doing the road? Just like online shit? Oh, so for those, the comedy zones, like I could not post them. I'm going to be there and be sold out no matter what. That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how they do it. Like, so like, but the Fort Wall Beach one, like on the beach, they flew, there was a plane that flew overhead with a banner that said oh, comedy tonight at the block. And then it was, that's yeah, sick. So I have a picture of it, dude. It was fucking, <clears throat> I saw it because last time I was there, I saw it, but like, I was in the water. So I didn't have time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This time I saw it and we were just like in the jacuzzi and I was like, just jumped out of my car, ran to my phone and try and take a pic. Uh, and where's this? Fort Walton beach, Florida, Florida. Nice. Um, yeah, dude, it was, there was like 150, 170 people. And it's funny every time because like, uh, last time I did, I brought Andrew Tarr. And uh, so he has his cameras and shit. So he's like, oh, let's get there like an hour early. I was like, an hour early, bro. Are you insane? But we have a bottomless drink tab. So I was just there just drinking anyway. Yeah. But I was like, dude, an hour early. So we were there. There was zero people at the venue. And I okay. was like, fuck, dude. And so we're in the, the way the green room is, the, the green room's connected. So it's like the, the one way, whatever. So you could see into the showroom. Yeah. One way mirror. Yeah. They can't see into the, into the uh, green room. And so I'm just like sitting there watching the f- nobody in there. 15 minutes goes by. There's like, you know, five people in there. And I'm like, man, dude, the show started in like 30 minutes. There's fucking like nobody in there. Like this sucks dick. Like I started freaking out. I was like, this fucking blows. But then in, in my head, I started doing the math where I was like, okay, they're paying me this much money. They're paying him this much money. Like the cost of the hotels, we had our own rooms at this fucking beachfront hotel. So I was like, the cost of these rooms. So I started doing like the math of like how many tickets they would need to sell to like cover their ass. So I was like, there, there's no way that they would pay us all this stuff knowing that there's a chance that there's only like five people that are going to be sure. there. Yeah. And then I go up, I take a shit, and I come back down packed. I was like, what the fuck? Like, where are all these people? It was crazy. They were started bringing in more chairs. That's awesome. It was, yeah, it was fucking crazy. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, so this time, going back, there was at least 20, 25 people that were at the last show. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah dude. That came because they saw that I was coming back. And they're like, some of them canceled plans to like come to the show. And I was like, that's the shit. 
And yeah. so like that's where like online whatever. Hold on, give me a sec. And we're back after my asshole started bleeding. But the question I wanted to ask about the so you're doing bombed or get bombed? Yeah. Over there, right? Mm-hmm. So my buddy did the fringe a while ago. He had his own show there. And from what he explained to me is that it was like uh, his show is like in a random room, like an empty room. They just like threw chairs in there and like we're just like working off like a tip jar. How are you like is there like what's your, this venue? Are they, are they selling alcohol or are you selling alcohol like out of a cooler? Like, um, No, I don't believe we're selling alcohol at the venue. I could be wrong. Um, how I'll are you get, get the audience to drink? I'm going to say probably BYOB. I don't even know. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be bringing booze for myself. And so I'll probably just have a whole bunch of beers and stuff to hand out. We'll are you see. allowed to do that? Is there any I don't laws? know. I'm, I'm kind of like once we get there, I'll be able to figure that out more. There you go. Uh, maybe. I don't know what the liquor license is and all that. Because, you know, I do my show and I had to reach out to this company that has a room. And I can show you the room. This is what it looks like. Um... Oh, that's fire. Yeah, and this is from the other side. That's fire, dude. So it's like a legit room. Yeah. And uh, we have a sweet time slot. It's 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock at night. Perfect. And it's a drinking show. And one of the things about the Fringe is it's a theater festival. Mm-hmm. So most of the shows, I imagine, are going to be like one-man show type deals. Okay. Which is hard to get people to come see a one-man show when they don't know who the fuck you are. So the reason that I did the bomb show was I was like, oh, it's strictly stand-up. It's going to be fun, late-night, drinking show. I feel like it'd be easy to sell. I've been doing it at Poor Choices long enough here in Austin that I know that that show sells the best just based on, A, the name, the description, all of that. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to be advertising in, like, I'm in the big book that has all the different fringe shows. Nice. Um, I'm going to be handing out flyers. I'm going to be on other comedian shows. I'm going to be promoting mine from there. How and many? Who, so who are you having on the shows? Is it just the same, like four people? Well, as of right now, I have a whole list of people that are going to come and going to be on the show at some point, but they're not going to be there for the whole month. So like right now, it's me, Morgan Linewall, Raza Joffrey, uh, my friend Joey Rinaldi, my friend Austin Locke. We're going to be there the whole month, NJT. Nice. And so I imagine Raza and Morgan might hop on the show one a couple nights. Um, but for the most part, it's going to be me and JT uh, handling the bulk of it. So I'm looking to do 20, 25 minutes. Nice. And, uh, but then later on, do we have a whole bunch of people? We have, you know, Michael Scherzer from LA? Yeah. Michael Scherzer will be there. Ben Bo will be there. Lauren Jameson, Amy Shanker, Maggie Mayfield. Like nice. I have a bunch of Austin guys coming halfway through the month and they're going to hop on the shows later on. But, um, yeah, I imagine I'm also going to be handing out spots to comics that I meet once I get there. That's probably not a not a bad not a bad networking tool to have. Yeah, hey, you want to do straight up show? You want to yeah. do ten minutes? You know. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it's drinking, so it makes it seem silly and fun and like not that serious, which is good. Yeah. And the only thing I'm a little worried about is I'm going to be drinking every single night for a month straight in a festival setting. So it's even going to be harder, like more intense drinking than I imagine a regular night out in Austin would be. Why do you think that? Every day? <clears throat> yeah, but it's, you know, it's not like the alcohol is going to be hitting different. Yeah, that's true. But it'll just be like the, I can get caught up very easily. You know what I mean? You give me a couple of drinks and I'm like, all of a sudden this is a 4 a.m. type night, you know? Do you want to die over there? Do like I want you, like to? Like if you died on stage or something? It would be cool. 
Oh, I would wish that if I died on stage, it'd be for a bigger audience than 60, but you know, take what you can get. <laughs> it was the light. It was a light night too. Yeah. Just, yeah Three people like, saw me die. They're like, wow, that was a great show. Right. Unfortunately. As long as one, as long as there's one video, that's all you need. It's true. We're, we're taping a whole bunch of stuff. I'm doing content out there. Yeah. I'm bringing four or five cameras. Um, That'd be pretty funny. I could see it. I could see like the clip of you dying beyond like Rogan be like, dude, you hear. You just, yeah, man. Do you hear this guy died at the Fringe Festival, man? <laughs> yeah. I hear he was, a, he was an awesome local, I think. Yeah. He used to uh, tell me where the bathroom was at the Creek in the Cave. Yeah. <laughs> One time uh, he got me a, a whiskey and that was nice of him. But yeah, we'll see, man. Hopefully I don't die, but uh, you know, I'm willing to fucking put it on the line too. Dude, isn't that, so like, are you flying? Are you taking the same flight with like JT? No. Ah, oh, damn. I was going to say, because it's like, you always hear about, you, you remember that kid that got killed at Disney World by the gator? Yes. I went to Disney World, so that was 2017. I went to Disney World the day after and stayed at the hotel the day after the kid died. So I was almost there when it happened, like missed it by a day. What was the vibe? Oh, it was very weird. Like, so like they had armed security guards. You weren't allowed to go on the beaches. Like they had it like taped off. And then like three days later, like, so three days into our trip, we were there for like a week, three days into our trip, like all of a sudden that like just overnight tape was gone. Security guards were gone. It was really weird. It was like, it's like the, the cover up. Yeah. Once complete. the press leaves, why the fuck do we need security? It was so weird, dude. But was that kid going to be not dead anymore? No, it's ridiculous. That whole thing was hilarious that it's like, yeah, just let you go. Let your three year old play in the water right there. It's like, yeah, just because you're at a hotel near Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, know? it's like when you talk. And about? Orlando's a shithole. Like it's yeah, not nice. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but I just think it's hilarious that. But like, so to me, the funniest part is that that family eventually, you know, had to like get on a flight and go back to Ohio or wherever they were fucking from, just like without their kid. Yeah. Where do, where do you go from there? Not to even talk to that family, just be like, they're like, because can you imagine the flight is like overbooked or something? And they're like, look, dude, can this guy do, sit with you? <laughs> could you imagine the concierge is like, oh my God, the family's leaving. See you later, alligator. <laughs> <laughs> they just get triggered every time they hear that. Frog. And they turn, they're like, in a while, crocodile. <laughs> That would be pretty funny if they just like weren't allowed on the plane. So they're like, well, your party's not complete. So oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> do kid, do little kids like that have to buy a ticket? At three, yeah, for sure. It's a seat still. They can't just sit on the mom's lap? No. No, no, no. If it's like a baby, then yeah. But three is like like you're talking, walking. You know, you're, you're a person, really. You got to buy a ticket. It's not like a baseball game. It's a flight. They have a certain amount of seats, yeah. a certain amount of tickets they're allowed to sell. So, plus they're fucking greedy assholes. They think you're just gonna let. Yeah, for them. You sure, I mean? for sure, dude. I hate like airlines. I mean, I know it's not a very unique take to have, but like, I don't <laughs> like planes to begin with. I get super no. scared, man. I'm, I have fear of heights and a fear of like closed spaces. Uh -huh. So that's why I need like to just get shit house before down. I get on the plane. Yeah, I literally last time I did, I took a long flight. I went to Italy. And uh, I got there maybe three hours early. I sat down at the bar. I took down at least a bottle and a half of wine. <laughs> sat on the plane. It was the, I was in between this like maybe six-year-old girl and her mother. You were in between them? In between them. <laughs> and I was like, do you guys want to switch? And then they're like, yeah. And I went on the inside. And I was like, so I hope you enjoy the flight. <laughs> Clocked out, dude. I woke up eight hours later. They're like, you snored the entire time. And I was like... Fucking slept well though. 
Sounds like a you thing, not me. I know. It sucks for you, man. But it's funny because I always get I always get the window seat. Always get the window seat. Do you like the window seat? I lo- I I have to have the window seat because like because I don't have like I have like not like anxiety but like it's like the same thing where like if I'm sitting on the middle seat and I can't see. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be like. Do you want to keep the window open? Oh, I keep the window. I don't keep it all the way open. I'll keep it like cracked enough to where like I could see. Like if we start going through some like turbulence or something, I gotta like look and see it like we're like okay the engine's still you know what i mean i'm just like dude, okay, yeah you have to check the engine's still there because <laughs> i'm like dude i don't know you see these videos of planes just like falling out of the sky and shit and you're like fuck that or i'll see like we'll be like going through like i also it's like distracting for me i have adhd and so like it's like easy for me like if i start going down that's why when i was in the car with that chick i thought i could just like fight it off like just distract myself into something else yeah and so i was so when i have the window seat I could like look out the window and just like distract myself by just like counting cars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, like get my mind off something until I fall asleep. But now that I'm starting to make a little bit more money, like now I'll fly uh, on like airlines. Like I'll, now I'll take like, I used to, so I started off when I first started doing the road up until a few months ago, I would be taking spirit everywhere. The worst have to have the window seat. Like it's, you're also uncomfortable. The, the, it, they're old planes. And so like, but now I'm flying like Delta and shit so like they have the tv so like and i always fly at night because i like to get there the the night before yeah. like the gig and so like i'll fly at night like overnight and so most of the time because we're uh uh central time zone it's two hours ahead so most of the time i'm just like chilling watching like the laker game or something because mm-hmm. it's you know on the west coast and it's like the perfect time so I'll, like we'll start I'll, if i'm flying to like la like so the last time i flew into la it was during the laker season and I was flying Delta, and we took off, and the game started when we took off, and then we changed time zones. And so I got to watch, like, the full fucking game on the flight. Never even realized I was on a plane. And they have live TV like that? Yeah, on Delta. It's fucking dope, dude. I like JetBlue. They give you more leg room, and I, I have big Jet legs. JetBlue fucks. JetBlue yeah. fucks. American but- can suck my dick from the back. <laughs> dude, you same with United. It's funny because yeah. – so. I, I fly United and on, I had a layover. And so on my flight to Denver, which was then going to Phoenix this, uh, earlier this month, I had, you know, a TV on the seat ahead of me. So I was just like watching like a movie or something. I was watching like John wick with no sound. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. As if you need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dog, my dog. <laughs> yeah. Fucking kick him in the head again. That's all I want to see. <laughs> and then I flew, landed in Denver, got on a different plane and then this one didn't have the fucking thing, but it had uh, so like the the space where there would have been a TV. There's like words under it. There was like put TV here. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this just didn't have it. And then the the pamphlets have like the channels because mm-hmm. it's just the same pamphlets that go and to all the planes. Yours was the only one that didn't have a TV, no, or none plane, of them. Okay. The whole plane, there was none. But they had the pamphlets with like the channels. Yeah. And the fucking thing, just like put TV here. Like there's the hole in the seat in front of me. I was like, where's the fucking? I didn't pay for this, bro. Yeah. Like, this is Delta. That that was United. United, yeah. Fucking United sucks. Though you look at some of those planes and they still have the fucking uh, welded ashtrays in the arm. Yeah. You're like, oh, dude, this has been up there for a while. You know what I mean? This bird has been flying. Well, eventually they have to get retired. Yeah. Uh, So there's a a plane graveyard in California that you could like drive by on like the 15. And it's literally like it's in the desert. It's just this just planes. Mm Mm-hmm. Besides, like you could just go. They don't steal, crush you, them down or anything. No, you could just go steal it. Like it's like you. I don't know they probably took the fuel out of it. Uh, but there's literally like a plain graveyard in California, and it's. I've ne- I've always wanted to go, but I'm not gonna like. 
get yeah. off the freeway and drive. You know, you show up, you just see the- Tom Cruise beating off in the middle of all the planes. <laughs> Have you seen the new Top Gun? I haven't, bro. I I want to. I just yeah, keep me too. forgetting I to go see it. I've seen it either, but it just seems like such a bro movie, you know. And uh, fucking all the comics love it. Like Colin, you know Colin O'Mara? Yes. Dude, that man's watched it like five times in the theater. He's like, I can't stop. And I'm like, are you gay? And he's and like. that dude shows up broke. And you're like, bro. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Uh, I saw. Th- the mo- I, I just watch Marvel movies in the theater. I don't really have time. I don't watch TV shows. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch movies. Dude, why don't you watch TV shows? I just I just hate it. I hate, I hate it. You can get into some of them. No. Dude, you like Marvel? It takes, takes too long. You like Marvel? Yes. Watch The Boys. The what? The boys. I refuse. Have you heard about it? No. Here's the point. Imagine <laughs> what Marvel is to us today. Okay. You know, like these people are celebrities. They're doing press junkets. They're all over the world. They're you know kissing kids with cancer. Imagine, <laughs> imagine they had actual superpowers. Like it wasn't an acting role. It was real. They were superheroes. But they're bad people because they're like oh c- I think celebrities. I saw, is this was there a clip that I saw I saw a clip on like Facebook where like they were like going to like save this like plane of people. Yep, that's it. And then they just like they just dip. Mm-hmm. Dude, the, it's, it's a really funny. good show. Really? Damn. Yeah. What's it on? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, you think I have that shit? You don't have Prime? It's like sixty bucks a year and it's totally worth it. So here's the thing. During the pandemic I drove for Amazon. Yeah. And now I refuse. To what? Work with support, Amazon? No, to support I don't want them to have my money that I got from them. Okay. So you're gonna like inconvenience yourself? <laughs> yeah, I don't order from Amazon. There's nothing that I need from Amazon. Here's the thing: Amazon just does it better than everybody. They're like, "Oh, you want something? Literally anything you can think of, we'll give it to you tomorrow." It's slavery. To who's slavery? The drivers? Well, not the drivers, really. It sucked, but like the those those warehouse workers. Yeah, bro, bro. Okay, do you know how many? You have an iPhone. Yes. What's the difference? See, I think Asan is a bit about that. I, I totally agree. Like, I just don't give a shit. Closeness of slaves. Yeah. I was like, I just don't give a shit. I don't know those people. I've met those people working in the warehouse. I, I, I fought. Dude, it was fucking hilarious. This one time I fought this guy. Yeah. Like, this old Asian fool. Uh, he was like talking back. And he was. So, no. So, I was waiting for my shit. So, they have to load up all these totes. And then I load that in my van. And then I dip. They didn't have my shit ready. And I was like, dude, where's my shit? And so, like, the, the guy said something. I was like, man, you guys are fucking retarded. And I started, because they're all, they're all, they're not smart people. You're working no, dude. I, my, I know factories. My dad works in yeah. factories all the time. So, I've been there plenty of times. Factory people are probably smarter than these dudes just throwing boxes in boxes, you know? Uh, and so, but I was like, you guys are fucking retarded. And I started walking away. And this old Asian fool was like, no, nah, you're fucking retarded. And so I was like, I turned around. And I was like, "What was that?" And and like, I literally, I, I started acting tough just because I knew I could just beat the shit. Out of <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. If anybody else was like, "You're retarded," I'd be like, uh, "You're right." <laughs> so walked away. You'll beat up Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, it's just this old Asian fool, bro. And, and I like, I was like inches taller than this dude. And so I'm standing over this guy. I was like, "You got a fucking problem?" Blah blah. blah. I push this dude, and like people like jump in between. I was like, I totally won that, right? And so. Uh, I start getting followed by this like dude with a clipboard who like runs whatever. He's like one of the managers and he's like fucking like what DSP are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And I told him. So they go and they find Omar who is like my boss. Uh, and they're like, 
like fucking blah, blah, blah. And Omar's like, we'll handle it, blah, blah, blah. That dude gets written up and fired. The other guy gets written up and fired. Has a family to feed. They literally, Omar comes up to me. He's like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> Dapped me up, sent me on the road. Not even a verbal write-up, nothing. I Fuck like, yeah, dude. dude. Got away with murder at this place. We Dude, there's videos of me peeing on entire totes of pack, like a tote of packages for an apartment complex. Just that pissing I, on it? Just pissing on them and just bringing them back. There like, you I'm go. Not, I'm not delivering, dude. Like, don't fuck you, bro. It sounds. It sounds like you are much worse than Amazon is. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're the evil villain in this situation, bro. We'd be like stomping out packages and shit. Like, it was pretty funny, but it was literally only out of like that. That's how much it sucked, dick. That like out of like frustration, I would just like destroy people's shit. But what was the frustration, bro? I had so I'd have like three hundred stops. Like 700 packages to deliver, like, pfft, in eight hours. Yeah. And it's just, like, bam, bam, like, all this stuff. And then there'd be, like, apartments, and, like, they're, the people would have, like, the wrong shit on it. So I would just, like, leave it at them. I would leave it in random spots. And the best part is, like, if you go to, a, like, if you go to like a shitbag apartment complex, you can find, like, Amazon packages in, like, hallways and shit. Oh, for sure. And they'll just, like, take a picture of it and say, because so on the, the, the device that they use to deliver, there's a circle that that appears when you're near it and as soon as it so it'll be orange when you're outside of the area the second you're just inside the area it turns green and it allows you to deliver it second you're in that circle psh, deliver it i'm out of here yeah hilarious you could be nowhere near it do they pay you well or no it was like 16 bucks an hour it wasn't you know the worst you know and it was also during the pandemic so it's like yeah. the fuck else am i doing so this was in california yeah so but there was dude there was days where so but also then uh, they put me on this nice route. I was delivering to uh, the Newport Coast. I was delivering to Kobe. I was delivering oh, to fucking. Shit. I was delivering to Matthew Stafford. Like all the, Mike Trout. Like, you see the names on the packages? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Delivering to all these people, which is hilarious because it's like if I was that famous, I'd put a fake name. Yeah. It's like suck stick. Like or, yeah. Like, anything. You know why? Why is your real name on these packages? I shouldn't know who lives here. And it was actually really funny because this one time. This dude parked his, uh, oh shit. What are those goddamn Bugatti? This guy had this Bugatti oh, okay. parked like a douche, like on this corner in this, in this, you know, the, the these mansions are worth like $60 million, like the yeah. craziest shits ever parked on the corner in front of a stop sign. I was like, what a douche. And so I took a picture of this car and I was like, and I put it on my Instagram story and I was like, I was like, man, what a shithole car. And just like, just like fucking, I got so many messages being like, how did you see this car? Like, that's a one of one, like fucking, that's Manny Koshbin's Bugatti. I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And so I looked him up. He's got, you know, millions of followers. The rare, like the biggest rare car collection in the world. This this is a one of one car worth like $10 million. Just parked like a douchebag in front of a fucking stop sign. Bro, if you spend $10 million on a car, you're an asshole. (laughs) You're, you should be able to park it wherever you want. <laughs> but like, what the fuck? Why would you ever spend that money on a car? Yeah. A one of one. And it's one of those where like, if anything, to, to, to get, uh, to replace a tire, he has to ship that car overseas. And to replace a, a tire. But here's the thing, right? Like, who is he doing it for? Yeah. Does he like the car? Is that why he... he it's, it's for Instagram, bro. Yeah, it's for Instagram. It's for like these girls that don't know what cars are anyway. He's married. Stupid. Probably cheating. But it's like, he has a kid. I would be so the only thing that I would ever deliver to his house or his his manor uh, was fucking diapers for his kid that his wife would order. How'd you know his diapers? 
because there it wouldn't be in a box. It would just be the bag oh, of snipers okay. with a fucking label on it. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Like if you order an Xbox, if you don't select put in a package, it'll just show up as an Xbox with oh. a fucking. What do you do if you have, let's say, fifty million dollars? How does your life change? Me? Uh huh. Well, I'm quitting comedy. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. I've thought about that because I'll drive by the, like, the lottery board. I think I just I think I just travel, give dish some out to the homies, and then tra- and just travel, bro. Where would you travel? Everywhere, really. I'd probably go visit. I think the first thing I would do uh, is probably go meet my biological dad, mm-hmm. uh, who lives, you know, in Europe. Yeah. And we talk on like WhatsApp and shit, but like, we've never met. And, uh, and so I think that would be the first thing because I, I obviously don't have, you know, three grand to just flush down the toilet to go fucking shake some asshole's hand. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but if I have $50 million, who cares? Uh, totally. I think it would be cool to like, I think it's funny when you see like these rich ass chicks that like, you know, do stand up and they suck ass, but like they like travel everywhere just because they have like daddy's money mm-hmm. and they get like, like, I don't want to say her name. Well, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she like goes to like Hong Kong or like she goes to like England for like guest spots. Yeah. Guest spots, bro. And you're like, how do you have this money to just like go to England for a guest spot and then just like fly back? I haven't yeah. seen her in a while. Also, actually. if if she had put half of the amount of time that she does planning these trips into just writing jokes, so much better. I still think she would have sucked. You think so? You think that no matter what, like you you don't think stand up can be figured out by anyone? No. I, I feel like it could. I figured it out. I feel like other people have figured it out, but there's people where you're just like, you see them doing these mics for years and like they still suck ass and you're like, I don't understand how it doesn't click. Yeah, truly. How does it, how do you not get it? Like, how so do you... I, I don't think, so uh, maybe I didn't misunderstood your question. I don't think, I think stand-up can be figured out, obviously. But you think there's some people that are just too far gone. They'll never be able to get it. If you haven't no, got it by and now. they'll never quit, yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious. Like there's yeah. a dude, there's a dude in LA. His name is Nick Country. Open mic country, Nick Country. Okay, uh, and this dude's been open micing for years, bro. Sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Because but is it like he's actively bad, or he's just so unnoteworthy that it's nothing? You know what I, I mean? I just think he sucks. But like, you know the difference between you walk up and you see someone bombing, and you walk up and you see someone just having like a, a nothing set. It's yeah, like, like it's it, not it that you well suck, just, but you're not good. It's just it's in the why middle. Why here? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen a set in a long time. I think I've only seen him one time. But the only thing notable about him is that the Comedy Store posted... This is hilarious, bro. The Comedy Store posted a throwback. Like, they found it under a filing cabinet. The potluck list from, like, 2001. Yeah. And it happened to be the first potluck that Anthony Jeselnik got on. And so they posted this as a throwback. Like, hey, dude, you know... Even you could start off as a open micer and fucking you know make it like Justin Nick did or whatever, and then fucking the first dude on that list was Nick Country. Wow, this dude's been micing since like twenty years. One, yeah, 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 bro. Literally twenty-one years. <laughs> yeah, never made a dollar. Hilarious. Well, you know, more power to him. But that's what I was talking with with somebody at the creek yesterday. Is that it's like oh it was some some dude who's like a month in was like asking me questions. And, uh, and he just kept like interrupting this conversation with me and this other guy. Uh, but it was, it was fine. You know, brand new guy trying to just figure out how to network, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but he asked me, he's like about people that like quit during the pandemic. And I was like, man, it's funny. Cause thinking about the people that quit, like my friends, they quit or I mean, quit is such a harsh word, but they, they quit. They just stopped doing it. Yeah. Is more people that were hilarious 
quit than there were the people that like suck ass. And I was like, man, dude, like a dude that I lost a comedy store roast battle to quit. I'm like, what the fuck? And this other dude got married, had a kid, quit. And they're like, dude, you guys were hilarious. It's like, yeah, it's like, what the fuck? But then there's those like dudes like Nick Country that'll be around forever. You can't get them to stop. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like you couldn't pay them to stop. It's like, it's like these dudes. You're like, how like, does this not hurt your soul every just, day to go up and bomb? It hurts me to watch. Yeah. I'm like, this is fucking. It was pretty funny because uh, yesterday at Creek, uh, Nicole Buchanan was in town and uh, she started in Orange County. Like, she graduated from Orange County and like went up to LA like, like right when I got there. And so there was like a little bit of overlap, but it was really funny because we were sitting in the back and we were just sitting next to each other. And I texted her earlier that day. We were sitting next to each other. I didn't even realize it because I was drunk. And I just looked over and I was like, oh, what the fuck? And like, so we talked for a little bit in the back and then there was some dude on stage. Like, I don't even remember, but he was like using his shoe as like a bit or something. He was like, he was using his shoe to pretend it was like a cell phone and it was, it was dog shit. Bro. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I just, I just leaned over and I was like, don't you miss this? And she was like, no. I was like, bro, like, it's just so funny because I forget like how bad open mics are. And then I, cause like, I'll be hanging out at Creek at like the mic or whatever. And like, you, you just kind of like zone out. You just, you know, watch your friend go up, whatever. And then you just kind of zone out. And then, but that was one of those where like I zoned back in and just watch this dude. And I was like, there's no way this dude's using his fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, dude, fucking. And then next open he fucks mic. the stool, right? Yeah, dude, open mics, bro. It's hilarious. Like, I was like, I forgot, like, I forgot how. It, like they're funny now, but back in the day, I was like, "This is AIDS, bro." Dude, I remember one of the, one time I was in Jersey, and there was this open mic I went to, and this guy walked up on stage. And in Jersey, you get five minutes, light at four. Yeah. This guy walks up, keeps the microphone in the stand, and just goes like this, and doesn't talk for five minutes. Doesn't say a single word. Really. Everyone's losing their fucking mind in the audience. They're like, he's going to kill us. He's going to kill us, dude. It was wild. Have you ever seen someone not say a word into the mic for five minutes? No. It's so uncomfortable. Really? Dude, it's like violently uncomfortable. You're Did like, he say anything and then got off? He just got off. What? Did I, see, I would hate that because it's like, bro, you just wasted my time. Yeah. You just wasted my time for nothing, dude. Didn't even say his name. There was this guy. His name was Alex... Oh, shit. I don't remember, but he got banned. So he got banned from the San Diego comedy scene. Then he got banned from the L.A. comedy scene. And so he started showing up at... uh, Fuck. What's that guy's fucking name? Uh, And then he started showing up at Orange County. Bro, this dude would go up on stage and, like, threaten to shoot up the place. Like, 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 no joke. And it would be like... What the fuck? We would just be, like, sitting there, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill all you guys. Like, blah, blah. And we'd be like... Jesus Christ, bro. And then he would like point at people in the crowd and be like, this is how I'm going to kill you and watch your soul leave your body and like all this stuff. And he was like a creepy ass guy. Yeah. He would like come to the back. We would be out on the patio like smoking and shit, just waiting to go up. And he would come out there and sit in silence and then be like, I'm not talking to you because I'm giving you guys the silent treatment and like look away. And we're like, how is this a real person? Like, Hold on. I got a fucking. It's how old was this dude? Oh, it had to be like, like 30. Like, like. Let's see, Raphael. Oh, I got a call. Dude, this guy has four new numbers, and I hope he dies. All right, you call the guy that hosted that mic where that happened at. Yo, hey, you remember when we were at Centerfield? I'm doing a podcast right now. You're on it. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, remember that guy at Centerfield's? 
where he was like threatening us in the crowd and shit, and he got like like banned. It was what was his name? It was like Al. It was like Alex something. Alex Richmond, yeah, dude. We were just talking about like uncomfortable ass, like open mic moments, and I was like, dude, this fucking guy like went up and like would threaten to shoot up the place. Yeah, he was scary, bro. Legit <laughs> <laughs> was. Do you ever? He got, he got like kicked out of the San Diego scene, so he came to OC, and then he stayed. And then he got kicked out of Centerfield, and everyone was weirded out by him. And then he went to LA, and you never so. heard from him ever again. <laughs> Was it Alec Richmond or Alex Richmond? I think it was Alex. Uh, I think it was Alex. The Asian dude, right? Yeah, it was like an Asian dude with glasses, like a skinny Asian dude with glasses. Yeah. Do you hope that guy dies? What? <laughs> Do you hope that guy died? <laughs> no, I, I hope he died. <laughs> I don't think he it. I don't know. Hopefully he's in like some mental institution or something. <laughs> All right, I love you, bro. I'll talk to you later. Oh, you too. See ya. All right, bye. Yeah, Alex Richmond, bro. And it was funny because it was just like, it was scary. Like, the, the bartender almost canceled the mic because she was like, because there would be, like, regular people there, like, at the bar, and we would be, like, you know, on the stage, and yeah. there would be chairs, and then there would be the, the bar in the back, and he'd be like, I'm going to fucking kill all you guys. And they would just be, like, regular people just drinking, like, is this... <laughs> is this part of the act? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like uncomfortable, and so she almost canceled the, almost canceled all the open mics because of, it was just every Tuesday, uh, mm. because of this guy. She's like, we can't, you can't have dudes going up there saying this shit. Yeah, some guys in the audience, and he's like, we don't get it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that mic was hilarious. I I was working at Trader Joe's, uh, at the time that I was like, you know, doing this and just kind of getting started, and I got fucking recognized at this Trader Joe's. Uh, by a customer, he's like, "Dude, did you were you did you go up at this open mic?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, bro!" Like you know, he was fucking. Was he know. cool about it? Oh, he was cool about it, and it was funny. He's like, "Man, all you guys like suck and shit like that," and we were just like laughing. I was like, "Man, it's funny." It's just this like black guy, and I remember him because him and his buddy were just playing pool the entire time, like, yeah, w- like on a pool table right next to the stage. Just they loud just as so shit. didn't want to be there. Yeah, just loud as shit. And he was like, "Did you fucking?" I was like, "Yeah, dude. It's weird that you remember me because you weren't fucking." Paying attention, attention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, dude, those old school mics are so funny. I've there's there's nothing here. There's like no mics here that like even like give off the vibe. But maybe I'm just like maybe I'm just like that old like old man that's like the fucking. They don't do mics like they used to. Dude, have you been to the heckle mic? Yeah, I was there. So um, good. It, well, yeah, but that's not like the, like that. That was new to me. I yeah. was like, that was the first time I'd shown up, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why would anybody sign up for this? It's fun, <laughs> dude. Because here's the thing. I love talking shit to these people. Yeah. So I talk, and I you do did it, it well. the microphone. Most of those people that went up there were like a month in and just went up there and just stunk bomb and but just dude, got raped. What I'm saying is I like sitting in the audience and talking shit, and I feel like I, I, I don't feel justified doing that unless I go up and give them a go at me also. I guess you're a man of honor. Yeah. I, I don't know if you noticed. I didn't say I was texting you, uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, but I didn't say anything. Any, I was, I had shit in my head, but I was just like, I don't want to fucking felt mean. Cause like the, the guy would like go up there and you could tell these like a month in 
And then Mike was just destroying these people. Yep. I was like, bro, dude, yep. these guys are just starting, dog. And I just yep. felt bad. I was like, I don't want to fucking there flame were, this guy. Dude, there are girls that literally it was their first time doing stand-up. And girls, not even guys. Because, like, fuck guys. But, like, girls would go up and they'll just get their fucking ass handed to them. And they're like, I don't like stand-up. I don't like it. Which is good. Yeah. Just stay away. Um, yeah, dude, what was up with that fucking... I don't know if we want to shout this guy out. Uh, I won't say his name, I guess, but he was there with like this super hot chick and I texted you and I was like, there's no way that dude's banging mm-hmm. this chick, right? Dude, fucking crazy. I was like, there's what? And then the whole mic just became shitting on him. Yeah. Uh, well, don't they always become that anyway? Yeah. Well, to him always, and unless Justin Essenmacher shows up because Justin loves yelling jokes out really loud and they don't hit. And so they, everyone just turns and is like, shut the fuck up, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> or like there was one time, this was great. There was this comedian in the scene who is very uh, outspoken, and I fucking love it. I think it's hilarious because he just talks shit online to people that aren't talking shit to him. Like, he'll call people out. Who? Who are we talking about? Tamir. Oh, my God. Dude, it's, it's so funny. And so he goes up during the heckle mic, and he starts doing his set. And who was it? I think it was maybe Derek or someone else. Someone said something. And then he, Tamir just turns and goes, shut the fuck up justin and justin was like what i didn't say anything <laughs> and Tamir's like i'll beat your fucking ass justin i'll beat you in front of your girlfriend and justin turns to his girlfriend and he's like i think it's time for us to leave <laughs> <laughs> is that dude funny dude he'll, he'll be on the uh, sick in the head show tonight who tamir what's sick in the head show that's my poor choice show tonight oh dude what time nine He's, he'll be up late. He'll probably be up closer to 9.45. All right. Yeah, dude. Text- he is funny, especially because of the fact that like, I don't know. You know how like. People send me his videos and he just seems like like a crackhead. Oh, dude. He's, and I'm he's like, a crazy person. Like for sure. And I, But I love it because. He's like, I'm the funniest dude in town. Ain't nobody blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I don't know who this is. So yeah. I was like, I don't, I've never seen his set. Like, I don't know what, what this is. Apparently, uh, I found this out after I booked him. But they're like. Okay, so what happened was I booked him because I was like, dude, I want to see the fucking show. I want to see what it's about. Give it to me. And uh, Kyle Dowdy hit me up and he's like, are you paying to me $100 to do your show? And I was like, no. And he, was, he posted on Instagram the other day that unless you're offering him $100, he's not going to do any shows. And then he said that if you put him up first, it's an extra $15 for a disrespect fee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, people are taking him serious. And I'm like, that's funny. this is so funny. Like, that's hilarious. He's got to be trolling for sure. Or he's like, um, also, if there's no one there, it's another $15. <laughs> and it's just like, fuck me. This is hilarious. I just... It's like when you see someone that like lives the bit, you know what I mean? It's pretty. That I said someone sent me that one, and that Hilarious. one made me laugh so hard. The other one that made me laugh uh, was he was having beef with like some dude named Ozzy. Yeah. Ozzie, and he, so like he was like he was like tagging this fool, and he was like he was like man, he was like <laughs> he was like I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better if you find if you find one person in Austin that thinks you're funnier than me. <laughs> I'll fund your co-captain for a year, you faggot. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, dude, I don't know who either of these guys are, but I'm loving this. One time he posted on a story and he goes, um, how you do four open mics a day and still suck? <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. a good question. It is. It's it a is good a good question. question. Asking the good ones. 
Dude, yeah, no. They, I think that some of that shit's funny. And then there's other times where people send it to me. I'm like, that's mental illness. Mm-hmm. But then there's funny ones. And it's like, it's like yeah, I, I, I am interested in seeing a set. Here's the thing. Here's what's really fucking funny about that is people are like, fuck this dude, like whatever. I want to see a set now. Dude, of course you do. You know what I it's mean? It's marketing, baby. He knows better than anyone how to market. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, part of me, I'm not going to, you know, miss Theo Vaughn's set to see it. Yeah. But... Because uh, here's the thing, right? There, there's, there's two but types of people interested. in Austin. There's people like Tamir that they're like, I'm the best comic alive, and <laughs> when you see me, you're gonna know that. And then there's other people that are like, um, so I'm basically gonna bomb tonight. But if you want to come watch me bomb, here's the show. And it's like, what are you doing, man? No one wants that. That, that no one ever <laughs> been like, ooh, let's go watch this person bomb. You know, yeah. like have a little confidence in yourself. Jesus Christ. That's why it was pretty funny because uh, when I posted the uh, my tour flyer, I was like, can't wait to see none of you guys there. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, nobody, nobody follows me coming to these. And then like a bunch of people have been showing up. I was like, well, this is new. Yeah, this it feels new. good though, yeah, doesn't it? It was, well, when those people told me that they canceled plans to come to the show, I was like, why? Yeah. Well, it was also great. Like I did an hour and there's only three things that didn't work and I'm still mad about it. But because yeah. I was like, I was that close to throwing a perfect game, bro. That close. But if I can, but just to have people come up, like, you know, take pictures, buy merch. We were selling, uh, posters. Like it, we had an, in each show has like a customized poster that my yeah. buddy does printed out a couple of them, signed them, sold them. And so it's like, it's fucking crazy. It's like, I don't know what you're going to do with that. You know, put but, it on the wall. Yeah. But instead of frames, well, mine aren't even framed. Uh, my door's closed. Uh, I just put pitch pins and put them on the wall. There you I go. have the first, the only thing I'm going to get framed is I have my first, I'm going to get them all framed eventually when I have the money, but I just, yeah, it looks the same on the wall with or without a frame to me. Um, but I have the first set list from my first show ever, like years ago, like, or not set list, but the uh, stage list, you know, of all the yeah, comics yeah, yeah. on it. And I was like, and it's, you know, like seven dudes. This is your first open mic or your first show? Booked, first booked show okay. ever. And so it's, you know, six dudes doing five. And then there's me doing seven. And then like the headliner. It was like my first show ever. I was like fucking already better than these chumps or whatever, you know. But though, none of those dudes even do stand up anymore. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Except the headliner, uh, Patrick Keen, he'll fucking one of the funniest dudes ever, bro. Yeah. And he's like, he's obviously still doing it. Fucking hilarious. Bro. Well, it's gonna be. It's longer we do it. It's crazy how many people are gonna quit. And like, like headliners too. And I think you can tell. I think you can tell the people that are like, oh, this person's in it for real. Like they can't not do this. Yes. And this person is doing it because oh, this this will hopefully work out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But Patrick Keane's so funny. He has one of my favorite jokes of all time from like a dude that's not famous. He he said he he goes up on stage and he has this like weird awkward energy which is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of goes up and he goes, he's like, Hey man, like I just moved to, just moved to Koreatown. And, uh, if Koreatown is anything like Korea, psh, great Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> funny. T- t- kills bro. It destroys. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's so funny. And then he's just so he's funny on like Facebook. Cause he'll just like shit on himself. It'll be like, he'll post like a pic of like a sold out crowd and just shit on himself. Hilarious. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. uh, there's this other dude, you know, Gary Cannon. Sounds familiar. He like hosts at the improv, okay. like the Hollywood improv and shit. Uh, and so I did a show with this dude. And so like, it's funny cause he'll talk shit on people. If you're like in a circle of the, of people that he thinks is funny. So if you go to my Facebook or my Instagram, 
uh, and like scrolls through some of the comments, this dude will just like shit on me because I'm in that like circle of people he thinks is funny. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like I posted a I posted a picture or I posted a flyer for the show that I was headlining in Orange County a couple months ago. And, you know, there was like 10 tickets left or whatever. So I was like, tickets almost sold out. And he commented and he was like, just called the venue. Plenty of tickets available. Just, yeah, like, just, just to fuck with you. Just, yeah, yeah, dude. Fucking, uh, he's so fucking funny. But he'll just like, so like I just sent this to Brandon because it popped up in my memories. He, Him and his friend group just shit on each other nonstop on, um, on Facebook and Instagram. And so... This was like a year ago today. His buddy started a GoFundMe uh, to help Gary Cannon write an actual joke. Look <laughs> this shit, bro. A real GoFundMe. <laughs> oh, I do know him. Yeah, I've seen him before. A real GoFundMe. Please Fund help me. Gary Cannon write an actual joke. <laughs> and it made 12 it's... raised of the $6 goal. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Nasser. That's funny, bro. Dude, they just clown on each other. It's the funniest fucking thing. Well, you can do that when you're fucking boys, man. It's like... My mom, I went, one time when I was in high school, my mom took my phone and started looking through my messages. And she's like, how could you say these things to your friends? These are your friends. And I'm like, that's why I can say them to them. Yeah. Like, I shit on my friend Brendan more than anyone ever. But he knows I fucking love him. Right. And that's why I'm allowed to, you know? Let me tell my friends to kill yourself. Like, all yeah. this shit. Like, fucking. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, my, I told my buddy straight up to his face his girlfriend's ugly. Yeah. Is she ugly? Well, she's like Indian or something. Oh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's not like ugly or whatever, but I just think it's funny that this dude has to like, he just has to be like in a relationship. It's the funniest fucking oh, thing. Oh, he's serial monogamist. It's, it's, it's just the, so this girl like was in town in Orange County, was like in town for some fucking internship and he like hooked up with her like one time off like Bumble and then like the whole time she was in town, they just like started hooking up and I was like, like I'm very I'll hook up a chick one time and then just never talk to him again. Yeah. I'm trying to like just taste every like you know taste the field and uh she goes back to wherever the fuck she's from and then I was like all right good that chick was a bitch like it doesn't matter uh, cuz like I got I got stranded at at like the boat dock one time like I came back from like I took like a boat back uh like like this had to be like a year ago yeah. and the person who was supposed to pick me up it's like midnight the person who was supposed to pick me up just just didn't show up and so i called my buddy i was like yo dude like where you at like i'm fucking stranded in long beach like can you come pick me up at like the fucking boat depot or i don't even know it's not a train station it's like fucking where the boats go yeah yeah, yeah. harbor yeah 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 yeah. so i was like i'm fucking trapped at the harbor can you come pick me up he's like you fucking seriously i'm i'm with this chick right now and i was like oh really which chick? And then they told me who it was. I was like, da, bitch, come pick me up. <laughs> I was like, dude, come pick me up. And I was like also hammered because I was just drinking on the boat coming back from Catalina. It was, oh, it was, it was last, it was last May because it was for my stepdad's wedding. And I came back early because uh, I had to come back here. Yeah, or yeah. no, it had to be July then. Eh, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, but I was hammered. And so I'm just drinking. I'm just pulling beers out of my backpack in this dude's car, just drinking in his car. I fucking, you know, I'm tossing the cans out the window. And this chick's like, this guy's insane. <laughs> this guy's fucking crazy. It was like the first time she met me after knowing that I just like talk shit on her online. Uh, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then, you know, she goes home to like wherever. And then like, like a year passes and I like, and he specifically didn't, t- he asked me blocked on Twitter because uh, he, he, he's my best friend, but he tweets some like sad shit. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like, I can't, you can't, I don't want him seeing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'll just flame him. Uh, and so I, he didn't tell me 
And then I found out through another buddy that he was like long distance dating this chick to off, off Bumble, bro. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Long distance relationships straight up don't work. But it's also, it's like, bro, you just met this chick. Yeah. Why It'd jump be, in? What are you doing? You're setting yourself up for failure. It's like long distance relationships don't work when you've dating someone for like four years and then they move and they're like, cool, well, we've, we've been it for this long. Like, let's keep this going. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it also never ever works because they're just, you know, fucking people. Like, if you're going off to college, you're not just being like, yeah. oh, my boyfriend. Yeah, right. Did I fuck this chick? I fucked this chick here in town on Valentine's Day who had a boyfriend because her boyfriend, they got in a fight the, the night before and he didn't text her happy Valentine's Day early enough. So she hit me up and we fucked. I was like, bro. She was, hot. she was hot though. But I was like, dude, you think there's like, this is the dudes in this town. Yeah. She could have just gone over to his house, said sorry and fucked him. But instead she hits me up, goes through all this weird to fuck me. You don't think that your girlfriend who lives, you know, 2000 miles away isn't getting fucked. Fuck. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no way. There's no way, dude. People aren't that good. Nope. No. Fuck. I don't know, dude. It's fucking wild. And especially like, have you ever tried it? A long distance relationship? Yeah. No. Yeah. I have no interest in that, man. I mean, to be fair, I'm not even a relationship guy. Like, I'd only be in one to fuck. Oh, cool. You took away the only thing I'm here for. Yeah, I know. That's funny. Hans has a joke about that. Oh, but really? it's Yeah. It's like um, uh, having a long distance relationship is like owning a star. It's like, you see, that's mine. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but yeah, dude, it's like with the long distance relationship, I don't know what the fucking point is, is it's because like, if we can't see each other all the time, why are you together? Are you planning on like, Oh, you know, for two years we're going to be apart and then we'll get back. Why not just break up? And then if, if it happens, you know, you're in the same town again, get back together. But like, what the fuck? It's, it just causes so much strain and you're always wondering what are they doing? You know, you feel weird. You're like, I don't know. It's no good. I think it's fucking horseshit. Did you ever do... Uh, like FaceTime sex during the pandemic? No. Oh man. My girl, I was dating a girl for during the pandemic, and she lived for a the mile. Pandemic? Yeah, the whole had... thing. No, I mean like you got a girl just to like have someone to fuck for the. Pandemic. No, we were dating before the pandemic, oh, okay, and okay. then throughout because she lived a mile away from me. Nice. So we that's just hung clutch. out every day anyway, and um, so that's what like the pandemic wasn't really that bad. <laughs> I mean, I made a lot of content. I, uh, I quit my job and I moved out to Texas to do stand-up. I think look at it, I look at it like a positive. Oh, I got yeah. I feel like I like the pandemic. Uh, I mean, I didn't like it. Like it took too long. Like if everything that happened could have happened, you know, a span of a month, and I still ended up here. Fuck yeah. You know? I don't think it would have though. No, of course not. But I was just wishful thinking. But I was doing. I was single the whole time. I've been single since like 2018. But I was doing the whole like FaceTime sex with like this random chick off like Tinder or whatever. And like, I, like I told you, I have like ADHD. So like, I'll get, get distracted. Like, yeah. I get distracted. And so like, she would be like showing me her, like, like she'd be like rubbing her pussy and shit. And she'd be like, and she, I'll never forget it. She was like, I want you to like, Oh man, I, w- I want you to like fuck me after like your fucking, like a long day of work. And I was like, what? And she's like talking about like, like a long day of, of work. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I remember just asking her, I was like, well, where do you work? <laughs> and she like that, and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Well, where do you work?" And she just like would tell me, and then like it just turned into a conversation. I was like, "This isn't. I'm not just jerking off to your vagina on a screen. Yeah, I'm not. This is fucking. It, it, it's, it's weird. Dark. The whole sexting thing is a very weird thing. Because like, I, I don't want to send my dick. You know, I have a nice dick. No, but it's not that I don't have a nice dick. It's like I don't really want to send it, dude. The way that I think of it is, if you send a nude 
It's going to be on TV. What? Hmm? What's going to be on TV? The nude. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be, all of them get out. I don't, put them, my, I don't put my face in any of them. That's fine. But it's still going to get out, and they're going to be like... Which is also fine with me, because I, I, all the dick pics I've ever sent to, like, to chicks are like fire so like i make sure for that reason if it ever ends up on like tmz yeah i'm like okay well people are gonna be like oh well all right you know what you gotta do is you gotta buy all of those travel shampoo bottles and just keep it off to the side <laughs> and not like a head and shoulders so it look and you're like oh my god it's already a, a three-hand dick anyway there you go. so it's yeah Galen's a fucking horse <laughs> It is, it is, it is, I've never whipped it out and had a girl not say, holy shit. There you go. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. If it's, it's gone to the point where like, if a chick doesn't say it, I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, you you, you don't, size queen bitch. Yeah. You're, you're, you don't deserve, you don't deserve this 8.1. Yeah. Fuck it out of here. I, uh, I don't know. How big is your dick? Uh, it's a grower, I guess. I haven't measured it. I think you've probably, never measured it. Yeah. Right. Not since I was in high school. Well, I would same. say. I mean, like two it's hands. Is that skinny? Yeah, two hands. No, it's not skinny. It's like maybe like that big. Oh, okay. As long as it's two hands, that's all that matters. Bro. Yeah. I also have big hands. <laughs> well, you're not the one that it matters for. I know, but. That's so funny. I have big hands. You're not measuring it. I'm, I'm measuring it my, my dick, dude. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Have we ever talked about the fact that I don't like blowjobs? No. And shut the fuck up. Yeah, not my thing. Don't like Why? it. Why? I prefer not. Why? My first, That's my favorite thing in the world, by the way. My first ever girlfriend was a horse girl, and she treated my dick like a carrot. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember crying. And uh, I'm like, you know what? It'll never feel as good as that did bad. You know what I mean? No, that's the dumbest thing. Have you had some sense? I've had, yeah. I've had, you just don't like it. Yeah. So here's the thing. My buddy, the same, the same guy... That's in this long-term relationship. The first blowjob he ever got, it was when his dog died. So his dog died, and this chick like hit him up. And this we were in like high school. <laughs> his dog dies, and this chick hits him up on like Instagram. Just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, if there's anything I could do, to, you know, like whatever. And she's like, we should hang out. So they start hanging out, dude. She's <laughs> he was telling me this, and this is like the type of shit that he like that I would just like make fun of him for forever. Yeah. But she's like sucking his dick. And the whole time he's just thinking about his dog. And so he was crying. <laughs> he was crying while she's like sucking his dick and shit. And we were like juniors in high school. Oh my and God. Like, <laughs> and so he hates blowjobs because now every time he, he gets thinks a blow of his job, dead dog, he thinks of his dead that's dog. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's wild. See, now that's a different level than me. I'm just like, you know, if we're going to, if you're going to suck my dick, I'd rather just fuck. I'm the opposite. I'm lazy. I'm like, I'd rather just sit here and have you suck me off and then go our separate ways. Oh, yeah, no. I mean. Really? No. That's crazy. I think you're just not having like, like I have like in my, my, my phone notes, I have power rankings. For blowjobs? Oh, yeah. Of like the chicks that were like the best. Yeah. Because at, at first there was no chicks that were ever able, there was no chicks that were ever able to like get me off without me like, you know, helping out a little bit. And so, and then the first girl that did it was the, the little sister of this dude that I bullied in high school. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. He'll, for, for him. Yeah. I yeah. think it's hilarious. No, no. For him, it's my fucking bully. Fuck my sister. Yeah. Oh my God. Kill yourself. But here's the thing. Here's the best part. Uh, well, I didn't like bully him, you know, we, we were just like pick on him. Uh, we're yeah, like, bully. 
That's we what it means. We weren't like, you know, taking his lunch money, pushing him in lockers. We'd just be like, yeah, Raymond, you queer. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just yeah. Like, like stupid shit like that. And just stuff that would just get under skin and make him mad. But nothing to like, you know. He still doesn't want you to fuck his sister. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. But here's the thing. So this dude was like, he was like, man, like, fuck Galen, like, blah, blah, blah. And so this chick was like, I want to fuck that guy. Which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. Is she uh, high up on the power rankings? Oh, she's third. Good for her. Yeah. Well, she was the first chick that ever, like, it was It was a new feeling. I was like, I think I'm about to come. This is, what? Yeah. It was, it was very weird. Um, it was also funny because she was like, tell me when you're going to come because I don't want it, like, in my mouth. And I was like, okay, for sure. And then just blew it in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, the best blowjob I've ever had was in college. It was this one girl that I was seeing for a bit. And um, do you know what I think made it better? What? Nothing to do with the dick. Nothing to do with the balls. She rubbed my belly. Duh, that's funny. Rubbed my belly the whole time. Just like, and I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> but I think that if she hadn't been blowing me and she was just rubbing my belly, still probably would have came. Really? Mm-hmm. Dude, nice. I'm like fucking Pooh Bear. Just rub my so belly. So if every blowjob was like that, you're telling me you still don't like them? If every blowjob was like that, I would just never have sex. But Thank you. But here's the thing. It's like I, would just I enjoy sex. sex more. That's weird. Yeah, you for sure. You a good stroke game or something. Like I don't know. I just I like it more. I think. I'll be banging, and then I'll be like, I'm tired of this. Suck yeah, me, I never get just tired. Suck my dick, so I just like I'll just be like getting blowjobs, like and just be scrolling through Instagram and shit. Like, I really? Don't, I don't have to do anything. But you like you don't get distracted. No. Oh, the whole time I'm focused on the one thing at hand. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I've I've got. I'm like a sniper. Like, I could be sitting there for hours <laughs> with one target on my mind. I've answered Facetime calls while getting head. That's wild. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> what? What do they say? What the girl. They just keep going. They just keep going. Because it'll just be like on, it'll be like in the car. And it, oh, dude, this one chick like popped up and was like, show your friend. And I was like, nah. I was like, nah, we're not like, we're not cool like that. She was like, you were cool enough to answer his FaceTime when I'm sucking your dick. And I was like, touche. Yeah, you're not wrong. But I was like, I don't think this guy wants to see my dick. Yeah. And this random girl who's a six. I was like, I I also just didn't want, oh, my buddy's getting head. And then you see her face and you're like, bro, dude, really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. But uh, you ever have, have you ever gotten your ass ate? This is the last thing. Let's get out of here. You ever no, I have ate? not. Shut the fuck up, dude. dude. I don't want anyone going near my ass. Why? Because fucking gross. I'm a hairy dude. I'm a hairy guy too, but you shave your ass? No, I would never shave my ass, and I don't want to put someone down there. Dude, this chick one time wanted it and was just eating dinkleberries out of my fucking ass. <laughs> oh, what did you do? Did you like it? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was great. What does it feel like? What's the difference? I couldn't tell you. It just felt like, like heaven. Like it was like it was so weird. It was just such like, a thing now. Would no, you? it's not. It's not. I've only had it done one time. Would you it, ask for it? Time. No, I would not. Because it's one of those, too much power. Well, I'm also most of the time I'm just like hooking up with chicks for like the first time. So it's like you can't just throw that out there. Also, how how did you position yourself? Oh, I was just sitting like this. So you were just laying like this up in she, the air. Yeah, and she was just down there. And she was, <laughs> fucking know, balls just on her nose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gross. It was gnarly, bro. She did it like three times. It was nuts. It was funny because that's actually the same girl as the, the, chick, the chick that wanted me to pee in her. So mm-hmm. she was crazy. And so, but like that night started with her being like, you know, we're not going to fuck, right? To like her 
eating my ass and like getting peed in and like all the shit. Oh, I was like, how do you man. go from that to that? That's wild. Which was like more of a shock, having a pee on her or having your ass eaten? Definitely the pee thing because that'll probably nobody will ever ask me to do that again. <laughs> you don't think so? No, to pee, I peed in her, bro. Is that is that dangerous for her? Yeah. Yeah. She got a, a permanent UTI from other dudes' urine. Oh, like, how are you gonna get a how are you gonna get a urinary tract infection from not even your own urine? Oh my god, that's filthy. It was crazy, bro. The whole time she was just like rolling around, just like, oh, this is so hot. And oh like, oh god. And you could hear the like, oh, like the, oh, it's like you're peeing in a little pond. You can just hear it oh, was gnarly, fuck. bro. It was gnarly. And the best part was like she was laying there and then after she was laying in like a pool of my piss, bro. I had like 13 drinks. It was like a minute and a half piss. And uh, she was like, do you want to spend the night? <laughs> no. Thank and you. I, I drunk drove. No, I actually, I went to my car in the parking lot of her apartment complex and like slept. Did for, she like, put down minutes. like a, like a tarp or something? No, dude. It was just on her comforter. Ugh. Ruined. Ruined. It was, her roommates were home and shit. It was fucking gnarly, bro. Yeah, ten, 10 out of ten. I, I hit her up again like the next day. What'd I was you, like, "What, what you are you doing?" And she was like, "You want to hang out again?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "This soon?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then we never hung out again. Oh, bummer. Yeah, she actually blocked me though. Cause I texted her. I texted her like a week after that, like drunk, and I was like, "I said I miss your mouth." Nice. And she said you and blocked me. I was like, "Damn it!" I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was gonna be such a fire line. Yeah, especially for someone that's that wild. Yeah, I was like, this is going to be, I got the perfect thing. I just got hit with an immediate ew and a block. I was like, ah, sweet. I'll just go jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it isn't, isn't it beautiful that we can always do that no matter wh- what life throws at you? You're like, ah, oh, I can jerk off. And like women can't though. Like it's so intricate. Like I jerk off in bathrooms. What's well, because women can't come. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. I can't do it. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's not possible. I had a chick tell me that, that I, I made her come one time, and I just didn't believe it. Yeah, you're a liar. Yeah, I was like, do you, does that make you feel what, good? What, do you think I'm not a fucking scientist? I know women can't come. <laughs> Stop trying to fucking this liberal propaganda bullshit on me, <laughs> saying women have orgasms. It's not true. I've never seen it in real life or in fake life. Like, pornos? Never. Never, bro. Well, then there, there, there are videos of like chicks like squirting, but that's like different. Like, that's not, pee. Is it they pee? did the same thing you did. That's what squirt is. It's pee. Bro, what? Squirt is pee. Oh. You think her body's making a separate fluid? For just when they're feeling good? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh. Oh, oh, Sarah. Yeah, I was over at Johnny's house, and he was like rubbing my pussy, but then he just gave me um, fucking blue puss. You know, <laughs> I wasn't able to bust out all of the whatever I needed to. So now I have fucking swollen badge. doesn't happen. Now it's piss. We've reached the perfect moment to end the podcast. Yeah, fucking blue puss. As you know, I'll leave the final minute of the podcast to the guest to say whatever, plug whatever, any final parting words of wisdom you want to embark on our listeners. This next minute is all you. Awesome. Check out the Jimmy Clifford Show on YouTube. It's also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts. But I would definitely recommend trying it out on YouTube because there's a whole separate portion of the show that you don't get if you just listen. Like it's still, you can definitely listen to it. But I think it adds a lot when you see the editing and all the little graphics and whatnot. So watch the YouTube channel. Subscribe there. Follow me on Instagram at the Jimmy Clifford. I'm on TikTok. I have three accounts that keep getting banned. 
one of the the account you should follow is called not Jimmy Clifford, because uh, you know I used to have the Jimmy Clifford and then I got banned and then I had Jimmy Clifford and then I got banned and I was like this one's not Jimmy Clifford. Fuck that guy. He sucks. <laughs> so I post stand up clips there and you can check out all that. That's it. Awesome, dude. Thanks for doing the pod. Thanks for having me, brother. Cheers. Hmm.